You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skulklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. Market's a little bit edgy this morning, and I'm looking at you know, my first reference point in the morning, Skulk, is the S&P 500. Because it does become clear that maybe Mr. Putin, as we suggested last night, may be pulling the wool over our eyes. And in fact, instead of troops going out of the Ukraine region, they're coming in. And they're just being replaced <laughs> and replaced by more. So that, that, that seems to be the mood of the day. Plus, we had the Fed minutes last night. Look, I mean, we said it last night and we said it before. I mean, uh, I mean we don't know Putin as a guy that, that will, will turn around and say, OK, thank you very much. And there we go. I mean, you said last night, it's, it's, how do we diplomatically handle stuff? You know, handle what? I mean, you're not there to to, to start a war. You're, you're just busy with... with, with um, exercises. You, that's it. You're just busy with exercises. This is nothing. Uh, I mean, we know it's, it's, it's um, nonsense. And uh, I, I reckon this will be sort of the norm. Uh, going forward and 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 that will affect the markets we've seen it yesterday i mean when we chatted um around about let's call it half past five-ish i mean the 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 u.s uh, were pretty negative and and i would say s&p 500 ending the day at you know 29 basis points in the red dow jones 16 and nasdaq 11 points i mean the nasdaq was way way over two percent in the red you know at one time so i think it's 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 a it's a it's it's a win, but yeah, like you said this morning, it's a bit bleakish, but also lacklustre. It's mm. it's not not really doing a lot. No, it's not. But I think the line of least resistance is to the upside because if there's any good news, then immediately we saw what happened on Monday afternoon. I think it was or Tuesday afternoon when there were first rumours of um, some conciliatory moves from Putin, the market, the, the S&P went up one and a half percent. So maybe it's to the upside, but the trend is definitely uh, uh, to the downside and has been for a little while now, don't you think? That's the that's the prevailing yeah. very short-term trend. Especially now, you know, after after the, 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 the Fed again last night, you know, when, when they, they came out and they, they basically said, well, you know what? Um, it, it does. Okay. So, so firstly, we now admit that, that inflation is not just not transitory. It's it's actually a big problem. Yeah. And and now, you know, investors are expecting at least 150 basis points. Yeah. You know, for the Fed to tighten in 2022. I mean, I'm going to say again, that's one and a half percent. That was not expected. I mean, this time around last year, we were surprised, you know, for them to to actually start raising interest rates at all, uh, you know, before before the end of 2023. Now, now we're already looking at 150 basis points for 2022. That's never a good sign for markets, Lindsay. I mean, you can you can sugarcoat it. You can. Dress it in whatever you want to. I mean, this is this this is this is this is bad for equities. Now, now, where do you go? I mean, where where do you go? Usually, you say, "Oh, okay, yes." What I do is I just um, I either go you know left, I go place my money in bonds. Well, you can't put your money in bonds because you know that rates is, is most probably gonna 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 surprise on the upside, not really on the downside, which will be very very bad for bonds. Um, going going to put your money into money market. I mean, money market is still yielding pretty much nothing. While while inflation in the US is, is trading at at seven point three, seven point five percent. I mean, so that's a rock and hard place. Mm. I'm in a serious rock and hard place. So, 
let's see. I, I do think, and, I, and, I, and I've uh, kept on saying this, uh, the EU is and, and still investors. That's that's that's. that's I, I, I'm not going to disregard the great performances that the S and P 500, all these great US type of investments, the Nasdaq, S and P 500, even the Dow Jones has, has yielded over the past, let's call it close to decade. But I mean. All good things come to an end. Um, I always say, uh, after any every every uphill, there's there's a downhill, and in this case, the downhill is not necessarily going to be a good thing. No, I agree with you. Okay, let's have a look at the stock exchange news service this morning, Skulk, because there's been um, three companies coming up with uh, results: Goldfields, Grindrod Shipping, and South Thirty Two. And I must tell you about um, the shipping business at the moment because I ordered uh, a few personal possessions to be put into what they call a cube inside a container. I ordered it in uh, at the beginning of November. At the moment, the ship is sitting outside um, Rotterdam port. It can't get in because of the queues of ships, and it also can't get in because the wind is so strong. So uh, I think the shipping business of Grindrod must have done well. I haven't looked at the results. That's the first mm. one. Uh, Goldfields, um, that's, you're intimately familiar with that because it's a gold <laughs> company and you like gold, as you, as you put so eloquently last night. And also we've had South 32. Do you want to start with Goldfields? Yeah, let's do goldfields first. Um, I mean, uh, no, no big surprise. I mean, gold production increased five percent. So uh, I think up to about eighteen months ago, um, on the JSE, Anger Gold, you know, was the biggest listed gold mine. Um, during the course of last year, goldfield surpassed that, and and it does seem like when I look at the production figures. Which which were released a few weeks ago, it, it does seem like that's that's um, justified as 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 goldfield production is looking good. This is what you want to see in an environment where where the where the where the, where the gold price is doing what it's currently doing. You want to see these 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 gold being produced. You you don't want to have it you know stay stay in the ground. You want to see it produced. You want to see you know high quality, and, and it does seem like goldfields has, has done that. So. Um, they they mentioned a few things, but but in general, very very solid mm. solid results. Um, dividend as well. I mean, this is what we've now you know come to expect from you know, gold mines. Something that we've never had. I mean, these companies never had you know low debt levels. Now they suddenly have very low debt levels. They never had very high free cash flow. Now suddenly they have massive massive amount of free cash flow and dividends. Four rand seventy dividends for 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 all the all the shareholders. Yes. It's a little bit down from four rand eighty last year, but remember the average gold price was was a little bit bit lower. All in uh, all in cost um, expected to be uh, one thousand three hundred seven ish uh, to one thousand four hundred ten dollars per ounce. That does sound high, but I think just a note to all the listeners out there that they're busy with this 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 massive massive pro uh, you know project uh, Solaris Norte. I mean uh, it's it, and the capex that they've got in that. If you exclude that capex. Um, just for interest's sake, the all-in cost is expected to be, you know, 1,230 to 1,270. But as they start this mine, that's why they, they they've got this capex. Remember, this will help. As I started this conversation off with the with the uh, production, I like the results. Market like the results. Share price up in 1.1 percent today. So yeah, I think it's a it's a win for all Goldfields uh, shareholders. Uh, at this early stage of the day, have you had a chance to look at either Grindrod or South 32? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had a look at Grindrod. I mean, we had the long conversation and all the listeners. I'm not going to repeat myself. Go and uh, download last night's five o'clock shadow where we, we discussed the the whole uh, the printing of money and how the printing of money 
really now now creating this this massive amount of bubble or let's call it inflation. Mm. Now now companies like Grimrod Shipping is 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 the clear benefactor of 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 this this called printing of money or this inflation created because when you look at their results, I mean the basically results increased uh, you know 116 percent. I mean diluted earnings you know it's, it's really it went from a loss you know one rand seventy two loss to a profit and not just a, a, a iffy profit I mean a profit of six dollars ten from from one dollars seventy two um, loss. So I mean they they go on uh, about uh, shipping cost et cetera et cetera but for a company to grow by this amount of money i mean just to start with your your conversation mm. there has to be a massive massive demand for goods Huge. for commodities globally for a shipping company to do this well will this continue uh, or like uh well vanilla ice sang will it ever stop yo i don't know so uh, I, I can't tell that's you for first. now when it will. That's, that's the first yeah. strictly business podcast uh, and the and the opening you um quoting vanilla ice but Anyway, <laughs> that shows your age. And for all the younger, for all the younger, uh, you know, um, listeners out there, it's just the best rapper of the of the. I think it was the nineties or something. Did you know he's reinvented ice, himself ice now? Have you seen the Vanilla Ice Project? I've never watched it, but I keep on seeing it popping up on 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 Dutch terrestrial TV here. He's where he goes into a house and he, he he's become like a, a decorator come builder and he completely transforms um, houses for hillbillies and things like that. That's some disparaging <laughs> terms. But anyway, have a look at the Vanilla Ice Project before you get on to uh, Grindrod again. Well, I, I, I think I think there was maybe one one. Not even a hit. I don't want to say he brought out one song after Ice Ice Baby, but I think if you Google best one hit wonders, you know Ice Ice Baby or Vanilla Ice 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 Baby might be up there as one of the <laughs> the, 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 the most successful one hit wonders. So, so I, I totally understand why he's now renovating houses. <laughs> Grindrod, please. Anyway, so um, yeah, I, I think you know all the you know investors in Grunod. I do think that there's still some some windfall. I don't foresee that. Uh, let's call it supply chain blockage has been 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 stopped over the over the shorter term. Um, I, I personally still think that uh, the amount of money in the system is, is only still finding its way into the system, and and that could create more havoc going forward, which could be good for for Grunod shipping, but. Uh, as I mentioned, just note that don't get used to these type of investments that as the dust settles and eventually the supply chain blockages, as a lot of people do expect, um, settles, that could, could just settle settle the, the, the growth trajectory for, for a company like Greenrod Shipping. And, and then, I mean, we chatted about coal last night. I mean, yes. the growth that we see, year-on-year year growth that we've seen. And coal prices. I mean, we, we again go and listen to last night's topic because we we, we tell about a lot of softer commodities. But you know, these these you know, the higher coal prices, the higher aluminium prices, extremely good for for South 32 revenue increased by 61.2 percent. This is a massive massive jump. Headline earnings per share significantly increased to 22.8 cents per share, and that's from. 1.8 cents per share in 2020. This is not COVID period. Massive interim dividend, uh, 8.7 US cents per share from 1.4 US cents last year. Share price as well. Loved it. Hey, I didn't mention uh, Grinrod Shipping. Grinrod Shipping share price up 4.6 percent, and uh, South 32 
uh, on the on also beat on the results 1.9 percent in the green this morning so all three companies i would say it's a win-win and a definite win it's very interesting isn't it because um, although they're in a different business they're very much interlinked one uh, has to send its commodities out uh, on a ship the other one has the ship uh, so it's, it's it's part of the same thing but what we must stress here is because of the the numbers that you quoted particularly for um south 32 just shows you the cyclicality of both of those companies yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 why they 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 call it cyclicals. Um, uh, the, 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 again, I mean to to bring it back to the the CRB commodity index, which we've we've chatted about quite a few times over the last let's call it two years. Um, I, I know the first year it was sort of yeah, I think we were in a in a great cycle. Um, and then it went to a super cycle, and and then last year, you know, this time around, everybody said, "Well, this might be the end of the super cycle." Well, just go and Google CRB commodity index, and just go and look at that graph. It does not look like that graph is is uh, it's, trying to. Put it's on gone. The right it's gone parabolic. Soon. I look at it every day. In fact, I'm looking at it now, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's an extraordinary performance. And of course, what was it? 2020, early 2020, that it uh, that it that it dipped after the. Mm. I'm just looking at the thing now. Anyway, uh, yes, it is. Uh, it is quite amazing what what has gone on, and the five-year chart is even more impactful if you have a look at that one rather than the one-year chart. The five-year chart's just just. Un unbelievable and it's, it's a little bit scary actually at some point it's going to turn turn down and when it does it's going to be brutal yeah i, I agree and, and and again very similar to what i've, what I've said on on, on Grinrod. i mean i'm also well aware that a lot of these let's call it growth in the commodity prices has to do with the fact that that there's been this massive amount of money money printing spree Hey, we keep on you know, picking on, on on the US and they they into money supply, but we know that the, the the eurozone has done you know similar things. We've we know China has done similar things, UK. But I, I think you know, from a from a US point of view, they've done it for 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 uh, a bit longer, and now you know they're reaping what what, what they've so. But I mean, as as I mentioned, you 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 said the five year graph and it looks parabolic, but. Just if when you look at that graph over a 20-year period, we're not even close to the let's call it 2007-2008ish uh, level. So, uh, you know, on the CRB Commodity Index, so always be very careful to call tops. <laughs> That's a yes. very very dangerous thing to do to call tops on, especially the commodities uh, commodity index or commodities. Um, we are still very much in this super cycle, and um, as I mentioned, it could be a lot lighter for for commodity pools before it becomes darker. A basket yes, of commodities, yeah, an index, um, an index of a basket of commodities, uh, notably the CRB Commodity Research Bureau Index. In the early part of 2020, just when the pandemic was at its, uh, well, people feared it was at its worst, was was around about 120. That's the index. It's now, it's just closed. Um, it's a 24-hour consolidation of all the commodity prices. So it's a once daily index level, 282.05. So from 120 to 282.05. And that's not just energy. That's everything, as you said last night, oats, mm. uh, pork bellies, the whole lot. Yeah, amazing stuff. Um, okay, Skull, let's have a look at some spot prices, shall we? On a rather, as I would say, tentative morning, let's have a look at the RAND. Doing very nicely. It looks as though it's going to change its big figure from 15 to 14. 1503, the dollar RAND. 2043, the British pound against the RAND. And the euro RAND, 1708. Euro dollar 11360, barely changed. 
Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was down very slightly, the S&P was up very slightly, and the Nasdaq was down very slightly. Very boring day on the face of it, but there were some machinations within uh, the, uh, with, uh, throughout the day, I think another three legs up, down, and then flat. Uh, what have we got this morning in the Far East? Tokyo down 0.8%, uh, Shanghai up just a touch, also up just a touch is the Hang Seng, and Australia essentially unchanged. Oh, look at your gold price. <laughs> 18.74, up $26 in 24 hours. The platinum price is up $62 to $1,077. And palladium is just above $2,300, up $21. Nice commodities moves, uh, Scout, before I go to crude oil. Gold price with the dollar doing nothing at 18.74. Look at that thing. Mm. Yeah, no, it's looking, looking good. I mean, uh, last night we were... Ranting rabbit. Yes, it was uh, earlier this week that that you know popped there to 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 eighteen eighty when when everybody was thinking Putin will be 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 attacking Ukraine by by Tuesday, and uh, then the news came out that no no they're actually retreating and everything is fine. So the gold price dipped back yesterday this time around when we chatted, gold price was trading at uh, you know eighteen fifty two. Yeah yeah, I can I recall eighteen fifty two eighteen fifty three. Today, 1874, and that's another 1.4%, 1.14% stronger. Um, again, let's quote Vanilla Ice, will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. We'll need to see. We'll need to see. Um, Skulk, once was, once was enough, but anyway. <laughs> West, hey, don't let me start. <laughs> West Texas crude, $92.36, which is surprisingly down 1.4% overnight. The Brent crude oil price is $93.54, which is down one and a third percent. Natural gas up three quarters of a percent, uh, 4.752, pushing that five level uh, again. And just talking about commodities, there's a headline on oilprice.com which says US shale production hindered by sand supply crunch. And it, it says the following, as oil prices climb towards $100, Observers are expecting U.S. shale production to increase, but rising frac sand costs could hinder production. Everything's going up. Everything. I mean, who would have thought that sand would be linked to oil? But of course it is, because fracking is big business at $93 a barrel. Goodness me. Uh, the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield is 2.01%. The South African 10-year, uh, 9.05.5. And what have we got here? Bitcoin... 43,786, which is um, uh, very quiet for, uh, for Bitcoin, only down just over half a percent. What movers have you got on the JSC this morning, Skunk? Uh, I think uh, not a lot of movers. I mean, we've, we've chatted about uh, uh, the, the gold miners. We look on the, on the upside. Harmony is, is, is also finding itself amplat in the, in the t top five. So in general, it's, it's, uh, we mentioned last night that the, it's the diggers that's leading the way. Uh, today is no different. Um, and when I look at the downside, you know, as as uh, I, I thought it was sort of a maybe a, just a bit of a bit of a, a, a trade in the in the uh, what do you call it the auction because yesterday we mentioned that um, ascenders were were the top performer for yesterday, but today you know it's finding itself close to six percent down, so maybe mm. just a bit of finger trouble there in the end, down six percent today. So yeah, and then uh, spa spa that actually came out earlier this week with. Um, with, with some solid, solid, solid results, a uh, solid trading update, uh, they just uh, seeing some 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 retracement today. Today, two point three percent down. Yeah, I've got um, Sabania Stillwater building on yesterday's over five percent gain, up one and three quarters. This is de uh, delayed prices. South thirty two up one and a half. Capitec up one point three. 
and 91 Limited up 1.2%. Uh, Downside, uh, Equitas down 3.1%. Tiger Brands, after yesterday's announcement, 2.1% uh, weaker. Spar, as you said, about 2% lower. AB InBev down 1 and 3 quarters and SAPI down 1.4%. What about the indices after 26 minutes of trading, please, Skulk? Yeah, so as we currently stand, the JSE all shares trading at 76,673 points. That's 22 basis points in the green. Uh, resources, again, the top performer between the sectors. It's currently up 0.42%. Industrials are green today, 0.15% positive. And financials is again positive, 0.34% positive. And uh, just to mention, it's a property which didn't done extremely well yesterday. They're taking a bit of a breather today, currently 50 basis points uh, in the negative. Very good. S&P 500 futures, just to give you an update of what is uh, expected this afternoon. Coming off their lows, uh, 44.56 down around about a third of a percent. Skullclaw is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. That was the opening and Skulk will be back with us next Wednesday evening for the five o'clock shadow. Oh, and by the way, Skulk, you know that, that, that saying, uh, Africa's not for sissies, which, I, which, I, which gets thrown at me all the time, or it did when I was living in South Africa. Let me tell you something. Northern Europe is not for ninnies. This weather is brutal. It is <laughs> horrible. Thank you very much, Skulk Lowe. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.